It's Tuesday, everybody, so you know what that means? It's TV Tuesday. Sparkins Podcast, where we talk about new television shows that have come out this week. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we're back for another fun-filled episode. You can listen to any of our earlier episodes or our other podcasts at www.spirekin.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, and various other social media sites. And if you want to do something really, really cool, you can email us at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com, or you can join our Discord channel at discord.gg forward slash UU42KFR. That is discord.garygary forward slash Utah Utah 42 Kevin Frank Ralph. Uh, All these information will be in the show notes. And remember, hope you guys enjoyed. And as just to get you, let's start the show. So, for those of you joining us for the first time, one other thing beforehand we do our spoilers after the end credits. So, if you want to uh, not be spoiled, just end it once the music starts. If you've seen the episode, wait till after the music to hear our actual wait for the spoiler yes so let's get started it's been a kind of crazy week with a lot going on we're watching one tv show plus we're re-watching or now watching for the first time another show that's being streamed on netflix and it's been kind of a really crazy week with what's going on more importantly than that we uh have some actual tv news Ooh. Ooh, TV so, news. We're actually going to start off with some TV news because that's become the thing with all the different thing, all the different podcasts. So what is on with our TV news? Well, a bunch of shows are coming out and we've got six of them. And one of them, we want you to actually vote for us to watch and review on the interwebs. Well, we're going to set up a uh, poll on the internet and we're going to talk about it. So let's see. What are the TV shows that we've seen trailers for? First one is, of course, the, and this is in December, so we got some time, it is The Stand, the remake of the Stephen King book adaptation. This is the second adaptation. The first one was a miniseries of four episodes for a 3,000-page book. This one is going to be, I think, a long-running TV series. It might be four seasons, five seasons. Not entirely sure. It was the movie that was considered unfilmable, so that's why I did a TV series, so the book should be pretty good. And it's... Long story short, in a future where you have regular presidents and everyone running around, suddenly a mysterious virus comes out, and it wipes out most of the population. Sound Mm. familiar? Not at all. And what happens is there's two groups. There is the very religious and wonderful group that is going to Boulder, Colorado, and they're going to uh, Mother Abigail, who is a very wonderful person. And then there's the other group who is being brought to... Las Vegas, Nevada, where they're being called to them by Randall Flagg. Now, if you've listened to our The Dark Tower episode, you know that Randall Flagg is also known as Walter Grady or The Man in Black, uh, a staple in the Stephen King universe, a very not good person. So it's kind of cool. So you have good versus evil. There's that stand, a lot of religious undertones, and the show actually looks kind of cool because this first part is just specifically going to be the beginning it's just going to be about them dealing with the virus what happens afterwards and people trying to get to their respective locations and i gotta say it's got some really good casting uh greta saw the trailer what do you think about it it looks scary well the first part is it looks like you have to watch it during the day yeah but the first Whoopi's in it and she still looks scary she's the best part she's supposed to be a super religious person who talks to god 
I God think, actually talks back to the prophet, so it's kind of... I think we need to watch it with the lights on. Yes. But it's a long-running series, so it's going to be not... Creepy for a very long time. Got it. No. Great. It doesn't get creepy until... It doesn't get creepy at all. It's like one of those weird shows. But anyway, so that is the first one. That's coming out December 17th. The next one... What's which, it called? The Stand. The Stand. It's a really cool book, but it's absurdly long. The Stand. Anyway, um, so the next thing which we're going to have on our poll comes out November 20th, 2020, uh, 10 days before my birthday. And it is a reboot of an awesome anime series that came out 25, or sorry, 27 years ago. That's how long it's been since this show came out. And it is amazing and wonderful. And dare I even say, Freudenleven, Freudenleven, Freudenleven. It's Animaniacs. And we're crazy to the max. So they're rebooting Animaniacs. And it's not just Animaniacs. There's another cartoon that's going to be within Animaniacs that came from Animaniacs. You know, with two very intelligent lab mice. Pinky and the Brain, they're my favorite. So it's going to be Pinky and the Brain and Animaniacs. It's going to be a Hulu exclusive. I think it's going to be released every single day, every single week. I'm excited for it. What do you think? Vote for this one. This one will be pretty cool. It might be one of the ones that we're going to review. We might have to watch it after we watch the scary one. Maybe. So the next one is actually an adaptation. Well, not an adaptation. It is a historical fiction. It's based on real events that occurred. And this is the fourth season of a very yeah. british show. Yeah. Yeah. Involving a very beautiful piece of uh, jewelry. What are we talking about? The crown. Yes, season four. So this we, one has Diana in it. So yes, this is following uh, Queen Elizabeth on her rise to power. The first season was her as a young woman just getting the crown. Young woman, young queen. Second season is her getting married to her husband, uh, Prince Philip. The third season has to deal with her relationship with Philip as things are not going that great because Philip is kind of a jerk. And the fourth season is more about her issues with her sister. So this is now with her daughter-in-law where all that happens. It's kind of cool. Thankfully, I have a good mother-in-law, but not everybody does. No, something, well, it's not like wrong And it's that. more the other way. No, because... Your mom has a great daughter-in-law. No, in this situation, That's right. it's not that. It's Diana is an amazing person, and the queen, it's just... She challenges the monarchy. Yes, because she just, like, if you've ever heard about Princess Diana, it's a very engaging story, so we're going to get more about that. So this is... I gonna, have thoughts on this one already. So this should be a very engaging and intriguing series definitely watch it the next one is a marvel mcu tv show which is in the same same brand of film as say uh cloak and dagger or the runaways it's in the same universe so it's technically in the marvel cinematic universe but it's kind of on the outskirts and it's based on the comic book series son of satan and we're talking about hellstrom which is the story of the two hellstrom twins uh, who they're... It's been cleaned up for the present. It's it's a, it's like a new supernatural show where you have two siblings who fight demons and they're, and they're trying to solve a mystery involving their parentage, which they've changed because it's no longer that their, their father was... It's essentially Rosemary's baby. It's not that. This one, it's... Their parentage is unknown and they're fighting against that parentage to be good people. Yeah. When she says, Mommy Dearest, it like... It is it coming out in time for Halloween? Is it all creepy together? No, it's the 16th. It's the middle of October, so it's not terrible. It's but creepy. It looks like a good show. I just think it's going to be intriguing, and it's coming out the same time as Swamp Thing. 
It looked like it could be very good show. As scary as I think it's gonna be, it looks intriguing. And it's Marvel Cinematic, so actually some of the Marvel characters are gonna cross over. Supposedly, hopefully they fight the bad guys. No, they're gonna fight the bad guys. But supposedly Ghost Rider is gonna be in this show, and it might actually be a quick entryway into the Blade series, which I think would be really cool if they get vampires in this and they do get Blade. Mahershala Ali was already on Luke Cage, but that's a whole other topic. So that's coming out on October sixteenth. The next one is coming out in probably 12 days, and it is a talent, a TV show, which is a, how do we put this? It's a singing competition. Yay! I'm like way excited about this. But this one I is like... going to be all one shot on Netflix, and what is the name of it? Karaoke? Song on. Oh, sing on. Sing on. Sing on. And Sing on. It's a, it's gonna be hosted by Titus, um, the guy who is the roommate of uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. And I gotta say, this one doesn't look as. I've missed Titus. You are like the least excited about this one. I'm like no, the no, no. most I'm, excited I'm, about this one. I'm someone who does karaoke. And I'm intrigued by this, but my fear is that it's gonna be all one shot. It's like here's the entire series in one week. I want this. Yeah, to then build. we can binge no, it. No, I want this to build up. I want us to like watch it like with Mass Singer, where you're waiting and you're trying to wait to see who's who. Now, I feel like this is going to fill the empty void that Mass Singer has left me with. There's also the voice and Dancing with the Stars, which Dancing started this week with the stars. And we're not talking about Dancing with the Stars because that show is atrocious, and also the fact that. But uh, they always do like a Disney episode, and it's like fun. Yeah, but you saw who the main person is this this year. It's yeah. Joe Exotic's arch nemesis, Carol Baskin. Who knows? Uh, so Maybe yes. she'll kill someone. You never know. But I think she did. They found the body of her husband. We, so, but she blamed it on the and, cat. And if any of you want us to do that show, I am willing to binge watch that entire series to do a Joe Exotic uh, Tiger King episode. But We can make that a Zan exclusive. Yes. Greta will not do that. But we have two more shows. One of them is an interesting... This comes out next week, and it's a maybe on our show. And it is about a very rich lady who does not want to share her husband's inheritance. Talking about filthy rich. Rich rich family, husband dies, and then they find out that the father has, the husband who died, has three illegitimate children. And now they have to take some of this money, which is, uh, how would you say? So it seems very like cutthroatish, very I don't know. Very petty. They're like Kim Cattrall is plays the widow. Oh wait, that was Kim Cattrall? That's Kim Cattrall. Oh god, she did not age well at all. I think she might have aged well, but it's hard to tell with all the plastic surgery. I don't know, but That's Kim Cattrall. So she's worth like two billion dollars and she's planning on giving each one of the illegitimate child children one million. So, if you add this up in mathematical terms, she gives them... How much is that percentage of that? Is it 1%? Less than 1%? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, so less than 1% of their worth because she's going to screw with the inheritance. So, this could be really good or it could be really bad. And the trailer shows fire, brimstone, and things burning down. So, this is going to be a very catty show. Kind of against what we usually do, but it could be fun. And then finally, the last thing. Yeah, because wouldn't 1% be $20 billion? Yes. Or $20 million? Yes. Yeah, it's super petty. 
But the last show is one that we actually reviewed on this podcast last year, before we start TV Tuesday as its own special thing. And what we're talking about is The Mandalorian. Season 2 is coming out <gasps> yes. on October 30th, the day before Halloween. We'll be releasing this probably as a Halloween episode because, well, actually, no, Tuesday is November 1st. So November 1st, we'll, no, November 2nd, we'll be talking about this. No, 3rd, 3rd, 4th. I'll keep mixing up. Just keep picking one. It's one of the, the Tuesday after Halloween. We'll be watching it. Don't worry. We'll be watching and talking about it. And this season looks amazing it looks fun it looks weird and to top it off it's not really like oh we're gonna have the jedi the the jedis in this or we're not gonna have luke skywalker or any major character that we know the only characters that we will know are the characters that were introduced last season i almost feel like we should do a special podcast just for the mandalorian coming back out we should invite people over to watch it maybe we'll do a watch reveal oh if you guys want us to actually do like a live stream of that, let us know. That would be kind of cool, doing a live stream where everyone watches it and then we could talk about it. So with that in mind, let us actually let us know what you think. We're going to put a poll on the Discord, which is discord.gg forward slash uu42kfr. Go there, and that's our Discord. Join us, like us, and let us know what you think. Uh, submit things because we have all our different sections. And now let's get to the actual review at hand. So... We've been watching Lovecraft Country and The Umbrella Academy. And let's start off with Lovecraft Country. So this is The Strange Case, directed by Cheryl Dunny. And this is... I have so much to say in the spoiler section. First off, the title comes... Because each title has been based on a book or a song. And this one, Strange Case, is from The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Which fits this episode very well. And... And I like that the episodes are named like this, but then you don't always know. It doesn't always make sense in the beginning until you start watching it. So this episode focuses not on Letty, not on Tick. This focuses on Letty's half-sister, Ruby, who we've seen in the last couple episodes be kind of jerky. And just kind of like she's a little selfish and she's trying to get her life together in Chicago during this time. Well, she's been working hard at it, too. So she's kind of like jaded defeated and she's given an opportunity by one of the main characters in the show for something different to happen which we saw last episode and now we see the benefits or changes that occur with this metamorphosis that she is granted and this is going on with her and meanwhile besides her metamorphosis we also see a metamorphosis with montrose because montrose has to deal with the fallout from the last episode because he did something not nice last episode and now yeah right yeah he has to deal with that and the repercussions from that also we find out more about his lifestyle that was kind of i don't know how to say things part of it's freeing but part of it's also really weird and then atticus and letty kind of take a back seat in this episode they have like a D plot. Yeah, it's really interesting. You're seeing more of the background characters. You're seeing more of the back plot. You know, and you know it's building to something. The back characters are building on something, which will become like a thing. We will have to wait and see, but this is truly an, an invigorating and intriguing series. While not as compelling as the last episode. I am going to say one thing, which is not a spoiler. So, if you remember back when Lady Gaga wore her meat dress. 
Yes. I wonder if this episode was inspired by that at all. I think, or I wonder what Lady Gaga's thoughts are on this. That is a very good point. Uh, yes, this episode is grotesque. Dis- at like, times. yeah, let's just say I. And it's not horrifying like in but, the first episode when you had monsters eating people. This is kind of body horror. And it's done. I had a hard time watching in a way this which is very cringy and horrific. Um, I mean, the special effects crew, like oh, if they, they if they don't win an award, they, they they've it's been rigged. Robbed. Yeah, especially with the whole cast. If they lose an award, it's going to be fire work. But, but it's like if they if they don't win for special effects, I I will have to like I have no idea. It'll definitely be rigged. But it's like they did an amazing job. So much to this to the a fact that I couldn't watch, like physically could not watch some parts of this. I think this is the, well, well, we have to give it to the, the department. Also, we have to definitely give shout outs to Jamie Newman as Hillary because I had to play essentially two different, um, two different sides. So was, does a great job. And Ruby, uh, Wumi Mosaku, who is a British actress. Of course she is. I love her so much more now that I know that. Yeah, uh, there's some fun things in the interview, which I'll talk about in the spoilers, that she actually brought up in the interview about this. But it's they, they definitely hold this episode. Like, wow. And back to what I was saying earlier. Now, compared to last episode, it does not hold as high a candle to it. Because that last episode was amazing. It's a good episode, though. And I would probably rank this right now, out of the five episodes that have come out right now, not the weakest episode, but it's uh, it's in the lower two. It's definitely a, a setup for something bigger. Like if you had to, to rank the five, where would you put this one? At the bottom or at the top? I'd say four. Yeah, I, I think it's four. Yeah. I think we know what the worst episode was in this series season. And episode the last episode was, I think, the top. Yeah. That twist is really just <laughs> with, uh, with uh, the... What's her name? Um, uh, I don't remember her name. The... Anyway. Doesn't matter. So yeah, this is definitely worth watching still. It's great. Uh, we'll talk about the spoilers in a little bit. So now let's get to the Umbrella Academy. Uh, season 2, Episode 5, Valhalla. Directed by Tom Vareka. Who directed the last episode. And this episode... A lot happened, but not a lot happened again. So this has become a trend with this se- with this season, where there are episodes where it's kind of two steps forward, but then two steps back. This one's setup is still set. No, it's two steps forward. You just don't realize until this the episode ends that you're on a treadmill. You're going somewhere, but you're still in the same spot. No, no stuff happened. We've lo- um, something happened with the Swedes. And we found out more information, and the siblings have finally got together. So, yes. So, long story short, the siblings have got together. Uh, we know something is going on. And uh, that's the episode. So, yeah. This this is... This in the last episode, I will admit, I think that Tom Vareka does not direct episodes well. I mean, there's a great sequence in the middle of the episode, which is involving uh, Allison, Klaus, and Vanya. And that's the highlight of the episode because it deals with so much going on but the rest of the episode really it tries to focus on the smaller moments but it doesn't work as well 
And I feel like there's something in that, like the life is what happens in the small moments or there's like something in there, but it's not clicking yet for me. And Tom Brecker has not directed any episodes in the last season. And to be honest with you, I don't know if he has any more this season, but I hope he doesn't because these episodes are rough. No, I just, again, I feel like I'm on a treadmill. Like the last two episodes, even though they set up the Magnificent Twelve and we get more about um, uh, Reginald Hargrave, which is really cool. Like all the other stuff, it's just not intriguing and engaging to me at this point. But that's that's my point. So this is one you sh- you kind of can half pay attention to. But there are some character moments which are well done in this episode, especially for... The three that we talked about and Vanya. Vanya comes to a... Comes to a... Vanya comes. No. The last episode. This one. Eh, well. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a... We'll talk about that in the spoiler. So yeah, avoid it. So anyway, so that's it for the... For this section. So if you've checked these out or haven't watched them yet, watch them, let us know what you think. And if you have watched it, stay tuned for the the spoilers otherwise thank you guys for listening i'm zan i'm greta we're gonesville catch you guys next time keep watching tv see ya finally spoilers hooray so first off valhalla the big thing that happened in this episode one of the swedes dies 
Yes. One of the Swedes died. I had to. I couldn't and wait. That's a, that's, that's a major thing. Which and happens. that's like the Valhalla thing. And, you know, the... Oh, totally, that is totally the reason why they need Valhalla. Is that... Was that Adele, the hello from the other side? Yeah. So one thing I loved was the left... The brothers that are left behind. Because it's three. There's three of them, right? So one dies. So the other two give him like a Swedish Viking funeral with... Adele's Hello from the Other Side playing in Swedish. It's well done. I thought it was really well done. And that's and this sets up a lot with it because this is the handler's machinations at this point because she's setting up something big. Who gets to choose the wardrobe? Because the handler always, always has exceptional shoes. I mean, she's always kind of on point anyway. This is the first time we see her like corseted on the outside of a dress, which is weird. But... The shoes. Yes. It's got to be sponsored by Ferragamo or something. I don't know. But it opens up where she is addressed by Lila, who Lila is kind of upset at the fact that uh, she lost her position with Five and Diego because they said, if you come near us, we're going to kill you because they know that something's up with her. And And she's not fessing up to it. Yes. And Five knows exactly what's going on, but he's not going to enlighten his is his older stupid brother or younger brother at this point because he's the oldest so that occurs and um the one thing that the handler wanted lila to get was one of diego's blades which is used as the catalyst for this because she's setting the other sweets to go kill the rest of them which is a smart move it is smart i mean you see um the monocle yeah, you see Reginald Hargreave as a young man twice. First well, he's not, he's still not young. He's younger. Uh, yeah, he's younger. First, you see the origin of Pogo, which that's so that's so. What happened to him is so messed up. This but, like episode tugged at my heartstrings. But you do see that serum, which made uh, Luther into the way he is, being used early on on Pogo. And we still don't really know if it's the first time it was ever used or. We also see uh, Luther's past that Luther went to find Reginald, and Reginald pretty much treated him completely like shit, which you expect of him because he did treat them like shit, but this was more so. And this has led to Luther, because he still has daddy issues from last season when it, you found that he was abandoned in space by his father. For years. Yeah, so he has a lot of hang-ups. And, and it's just... You know, like, I, I got excited when... Um, when they got all together? Allison was going to say... She's like, I'm going to tell my husband everything. Yeah, so we get to the point of Klaus and Allison are getting drunk together. And Klaus is not telling anybody... This entire that- episode, Klaus is hungover. He's yeah. coming off the bender we saw him going down on the last episode. Yeah, and he's still being mean to Ben. Because it's Ben with you, and he's like, oh, I don't know about Ben. And it's like, that's messed up, because Ben is... But because because they know that, because they know he can see Ben and whatnot, I feel like he tells them that he doesn't see Ben or it's not Ben or it's somebody else because I feel like he he keeps it for himself. Maybe, but there's going to be a shoe to fall for this, I think. Um, I could be wrong. But anyway, Five gets everybody together. Uh, Elliot is still creepy as all hell, making freaking ambrosia. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, marshmallows, jello, and what the hell was the other thing? It was salad? I don't know, mayonnaise or something? It was disgusting. 
But they all get together, and I love it. It's like, very sixties, though. Yeah, and I do love when they finally show up. Like families together again. And Klaus is like, "Is it just me, or we got sexier in the last couple of years?" And everyone's treating Vanya nice. That's cool. And they actually they are not afraid of Vanya. Everybody else has been very kids glovesy. Like Diego, when he sees Vanya again, he has his knife and he's playing with it, and she's like, "Uh." What did I do? He's like, he's like, I'm so mad at you because you last time we saw you, you were trying to kill what's him. I don't know how to do that anymore. It doesn't matter. If I said I'm sorry, would that help? And he's like, actually, yes, it would. And he stops because no one said sorry to him. Uh, and what's interesting is like, Klaus, uh, that's uh, Diego. They're all like hanging out in Allison's uh, yeah, hairdresser they, shop because they split up after after luther goes ballistic because and they do like this like really cute family dance random dance yeah party because the one half of the family they're trying to figure out what's going on because five goes off to chase after lila because he sees her spying on them you have luther having a tantrum and diego's following him so then the other three or four depending if you want to say it, go to get drunk at that um at uh allison's job her hairdresser place they have a great dance sequence and more importantly they actually have a good conversation where klaus brings up the fact that all of them have un- except for five all of them have had really unhealthy romantic relationships which is crazy because five was essentially having sex with a mannequin, mannequin. last season it's you like- brought up a really interesting point that i had completely forgot i don't really remember it but the previous season it was five that killed Kennedy. Yeah. Old five when he's an old man. So I'm wondering if he's in the area and if they're going to see him. And they're trying to... Well, Diego's trying to stop this Kennedy assassination. So I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just kind of excited to see where this is going now. It's building steam momentum. And, and because of the... We need to crank up the speed on the treadmill. Yeah. Because of the the conversation that vanya and allison and klaus had they come to realization like klaus has been running away from the cult that he created he doesn't want anything to do with them he runs away from them but he's realized he has to go back and break up with them also he has to deal with the fact that dave's closeted uncle you know what happened with dave because he loves dave deal with that Uh, allison realizes she has to talk to her husband tell him everything and vanya has to come and just say that she's gonna that she's in love with the mom that she works for, which they've already hooked up and they had sex and that was my comment. Vanya came, but she didn't come. That was the last episode. It was afterwards because after they because they wake up in bed. That's the second sequence in the episode, and then the husband comes home, and then they split up because the husband wants to have sex, and the husband's a jerk. And I know the husband knows what's going on, and it's gonna that's gonna end to a powder keg. He's going to go ballistic because his wife is, is, is talking to ladies and, you know, it's not going to end well. I know it's not going to end well with them, but I don't know where this is going to go. Uh, other last thing is that um, Diego and Luther get a letter from Reginald saying he wants to meet them for a light supper. So, Which is unsettling. Might not be bad, might be good, but they don't show the other people, so I don't know. Oh, and Five uh, ends up meeting the handler again, and he knows what's going on. And also, something's up with Lila. She's either a speedster, or she could teleport. Because the fight sequence, she is disappearing from locations as fast as he's moving. So she's either a speedster, or she is a teleporter, like he is. 
I don't know. Who knows? Well, we'll find out hopefully next episode. We'll have to wait and see. So now let's get to the other. So still, like I said, worth watching on the next episode let, or next show. Let's talk about it. Lovecraft Count Country Episode 5. Ugh. Yeah, so first off, Montrose killed uh, the lady they found. Uh, what is her name? It's in my notes. Pocahontas. Oh, no, no, that's not nice. That's... Uh, the Hermaphrodite. With a very strange name. It was... Um, oh, I, don't, I can't find the name. I had it written down before, but she had a name. I don't know how they pronounce it either. No, it's like uh, Viata or something or Pia. But anyway, so yeah, so last episode. She's beautiful. She looks like Pocahontas. That's kind of not nice to say, but she looks. She is Indian, Native American, is tortured by. Uh, but she's like from South Africa or South America or something. But or... it doesn't matter. She was kidnapped, murdered, and then at the end of the episode, last episode, she was murdered and. The pieces of the Book of Adam that they got from the, their adventure last episode. Gone. Gone. Destroyed by Montrose, and Tick goes ballistic and starts smashing his face in. And then he flips out at, uh, what's her name? At, uh, I want to say Leah, but it's not Leah. Uh, Letty. Flips out at Letty and tells Letty pretty much, do you have, do you take photos of the book? You know what's going on. It turns out she did, but she didn't print them, and they have their whole issue there also. And her whole thing is, this is evil. This is wrong. You know, the further they go into it, it's just bad news. We need to walk walk away. And he's like, no, we can use this for good. And she points out, look what your father did in the name of being good. So, we really don't know what's going on. But he's able to translate the book, the notes, being smart and what he finds on his die. It comes back and it ties back to um, something that happened in Vietnam. Yeah. That's with him. And we know he killed somebody because in his dream he kills somebody. But it's like the woman that he has a relationship with. So we're going to find out all of that soon. Who he was supposedly in love with. Or married to. We don't know. We'll find out next episode about that. But that's what's going on with Ticket Letty. Now, for Montrose, after getting beaten up, he goes back to the club owner. He goes to see the guy that in the first episode we saw him in. He was getting a blowjob. And turns out they're in a gay relationship. And we, after seeing a very... Graphic sex scene. Very graphic. Because it's HBO, they get away with it. Well, and he, the way that like they were like holding hands during it, it was very emotional it was very also, it's he's crying during the entire time his uh, face Mont- was half of his face is swelled up like it's kind of like he's get wants to get out of the closet doesn't want to because he's pissed it's a whole situation but he's got like half of his face looks like the hunchback of notre dame with his eyeball kind of popping out yeah. but long story short the club owner is gonna He's go, he's a drag. Turns out he's a drag queen, and they're gonna have a whole thing. Fabulous drag queen. Those and they have those... a drag queen competition where he gets second place, and the whole thing is about that him and Montrose have a thing. No, I thought he got first place. No, he got second place. Uh-huh. Second place. And Montrose and him, they were like, "What are you guys gonna get together?" And he's like, "Oh, you're not, because he's never kissed you before." And the whole thing is that during the whole competition, at the end of it, there's a whole dance sequence, and. Montrose kind of lets go. He has an epiphany, or like you said, he needed a moment of happiness. Yeah. With everything going on, so he just let it, a moment of joy. And you could take it as 
any way you want as it's him embracing it. It was him not. coming out of the closet, really. Well, we don't know. It could be him just enjoying the moment. It's uh, it was a very like that scene of him realizing it and him in the in the in I don't want to say spotlight, but it's that was a very well done scene. Now let's get to the actual main plot, which is what's going on with Ruby. Well, last episode we saw that William showed up at. It a- also gave sorry. It also gave a different light to his brother sleeping with his wife. Maybe she knew. Well, we don't. He know. was closeted. We don't, we don't know at this point because they may not have been married at that point. We don't know. But. But it definitely like opens that up for more discussion. It does. It really does. Um, what was it? Um, yeah. So back to the main story at hand. So last episode we found that Ruby was being hit on by William, who is, who we assume was Christina's boyfriend or bodyguard or something like her best friend as she said and they end up hooking up and it turns out that ruby wakes up but she's not ruby nope she is a white lady and she freaks out and the scene which is so telling is she freaks out escapes the house and is walking down the street in uh the south side of chicago and she's looks like shit she's completely disheveled and she's having a panic attack and freaking everybody out while saying she's ruby She's Ruby, and everyone is worried about her. The cops show up, and... They're worried for her. Yeah. Because she's she's white white in a colored neighborhood, and, you know, she bumps into this... Little kid. Teenager, young teen, and immediately the police are, like, ready to beat him up, saying, what did you do to her? And And she has to jump in and say, no, no, it was... I bumped into him. It was he was just trying to help me. He was just trying to help me. And it uh, turns out that William called the cops on her and she's brought back. And as she's brought back, you start seeing her eye changes color and she starts swelling and contorting slightly. You say, oh, it's one of her fits. And your he, husband called. He told us about your medication. And in a very painful graphic sequence... You disgusting see, you see william take her inside and she's bulging and, and it's very dexter he like there's the plastic tarps that are there we're yeah. not tarps but like plastic sheets that are down and he drops her in the middle of it and she's twisting and you see like in her under her skin things bubbling are bulging and bubbling almost like in harry potter would they like this is not like polyjuice at all this is more her no more, totally way more horrific I think a good and example is pieces um, of flesh just yeah. start to explode off this is like American Werewolf in uh, in London. That transformation sequence, how painful it is. This is done the same way. And there's another werewolf movie. I can't remember what it is. But it's the whole thing is when they turn into werewolves, they kind of chrysalis afterwards and they pop out as humans when they turn back to normal. This situation, he pops out. Uh, William takes the knife and cuts into the skin, the, 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 the skin of this woman who's dying. And underneath, inside is... Ruby. Ruby. Back to normal. And William... Said... Yeah. You can be whatever you want to be. Whatever color you want to be, whatever you want to do. It's freedom. It's freedom. Leaves her the magic juice. And a wad of cash. And 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 says, do whatever you want to do. He's like, uh, 
And so she has a day out where she doesn't spend a, di- a dime. She just is herself, and it shows the difference. But she like goes out and gets her hair done. She goes to a, a store to get food, uh, to ice cream. Ice cream, and the store where they would tell her as Ruby, yeah, it's gonna be five dollars. No, they if if they even served if, her, if they served her, they would have said like five dollars. They said today's on the house. Yeah, they just let her go, and everyone just treating her nice. And she has just a nice, relaxing day. And she says, this is me and her... No. Uh, uninterrupted. Uninterrupted. And she's confused by it because she loves being Ruby. But she knows that she's in, a, she's in a man's world and she's black. And it's not just being white. It's just... It's a whole thing. And so she decides she's going to get the job that she wanted. And she ends up going to the place, the... the department store. Department store. Where she lost a job to another uh, black woman who's younger and thinner. And they hire her, who she says her name's Hillary um, Davenport. Hillary Davenport gets hired and is given the assistant manager's position immediately. With, With the me- same qualifications that Ruby had. Same, she, she changed her story slightly to sound a little more... White. Yeah, but she gets the job. And then when she's assistant manager, things are going well... Everyone's treating her good. And she talks to the lady. And it's kind of heartbreaking because she's talking to her. And this girl didn't know that there were classes at, at the... at the Community set, local, college. At the community center for them. She didn't go to school. She doesn't know how to read. And she just got the job because... They needed to hire. Yeah. And <laughs> at first, she's tr- and when she talks to her... To get her to understand, it's, you could tell as a manager, it's not pointed at her. It's her actually teaching her. Like, we need to do this because customers do it like this. But the way it sounds from Hillary to, uh, I think it's uh, Letitia? Letitia. To Letitia, it's coming across very, let's be honest, like condescending. It's still nicer than she would have been treated. Yeah. And at one point, she just breaks down and says, like... But she stops, and she's like, you ha- you represent the entire race. You have to be the best. Yeah. And in the back, you hear all of the, uh, the other saleswomen who are having a party. They're being nice to Hillary, and they're super mean to Letitia, saying horrific things. I think it's... I just want to confirm, because I'm going crazy. I, is it... I don't think it... Huh. It's not here. I gotta look in my notes. But anyway, so the other sales go. They're horrific to her. They call her the N word just straight up, and she gets really mad about it. But she holds her tongue, and she sees how messed up things are. And when she leaves, Chris, uh, um, William is waiting for her in a nice car, and he talks about how things are. Actually, wait, no, 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 that's not yet. That's not yet. That's beforehand. For that, they have an event that occurs. Uh, in order to save Letitia and to not go get, get her in trouble because they're ready to fire her because they're having an argument, she ends up... No, actually, no, I'm go- I was going backwards. It was the, the car first. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Zan, edit that part out and go back. Boop. So she ends up seeing Christian. They make out, and he wants a kiss. He says, uh, "He goes in for the no, kiss." No, William goes in for the kiss, and William's like, 
It's like, what? You don't want to kiss me to kiss you like this? You don't want me to kiss you as whatever her name is. As Hillary. As Hillary. And he, and he says, I want to kiss you however you want, but I have a job for you, and this is the this is the deal. The deal with the devil. And it's like, I have a I have something for you in the back. I need you to go to a party tonight. And it's I want you to go as Ruby. And it's a maid outfit, which she gets it's a real big stink eye for. Long story short, it's the house of the guy who says he's part of the Sons of Adam, but he's not. The bad cop. And what they're going to do is they're going to plant something in the cop's office. And this will take care of it. Ruby's not too happy about it, but Christina shows up and kind of explains what's going on because christina has talked to her a couple times because christina keeps showing up and she's the one that says listen he didn't give you this power just to to have a job just to do this is to do whatever the fuck you want because it's freedom magic is freedom so they do it uh they get uh she she frames him but she finds a cuffed guy in the back of the office they're torturing something she'd never thought she'd ever see it's kind of horrific fucked up shit she goes into work the next day as hillary freaks out and tells the tells letitia yeah this is this they're they're you, you could not believe how crazy white women white people are they're insane they do some fucked up shit and then she has a freak out moment she ends up saying to her boss yeah yeah, yeah listen uh, she said she's gonna take us to the south side we're gonna go to a club and she leaves the club ready to go because things did not go well because she sees how horrible these people are. This disgusting. She's dis- like, they're thoroughly disgusting people. Yeah, and she's ready to leave and she sees something kind of horrific happen. She sees her boss, who's kind of this nebbish guy, be really fucked up. He tries to assault a woman and then he calls her the worst possible thing possible. Well, no, he doesn't use the C word. He doesn't use the C word. Nope. He just drops the N-bomb and just says, like, really horrific. And she is kind of devastated on what she should do. And Christina talks her up and gives her just the confidence to do what's left. And what she chooses to do, she could have done so much. Instead, she quits her job, beats him, essentially sodomizes him with a... Uh, stiletto stiletto while her spell wears off and so her skin is falling everywhere as she's doing this and then when he turns around he sees her and he says i want you to know it's me and then walks out and it's just so disgusting with the flesh flopping off of her as she's molesting him like he totally deserves to be like uh anyway but it's a gross, disgusting scene. Like, even after talking about it, I have to go watch an episode of Downton Abbey. And the last scene is uh, is she goes back to the house, which is where she's staying with the, with William. And there's a locked room that she's not allowed to go to, but she sees William and Christian constantly coming out. And she sees William and says, I want to know what the hell's going on. What does that room lead to? What is going on? Tell me. And we find out the truth. She is... William. William is Christina. Christina takes the same juice, beverage, potion, and is William. So the question is, is William a real person? Is he not? What's going on? That also means, is Hillary a real person? Hillary is... No, but is... No, my point is, is this like a really screwed up version of Polyjuice? Like you brought up. Is that the case? Is it that you kind of assume the qualities of a person? 
And it's messed up also because Ruby fell in love with William. And Christina used, like, oh, they tried to kill William and I saved him. So it brings questions as to what is going on. It was kind of a horrific episode, but it does set up a lot going on forward. Especially with Christina and will Ruby stay? I don't, it's just like... Or will she start taking the William juice and turn to William? And then uh, that whole other, like, you know... Well, I think they're going to stop having sex. But I'm not sure. Anything can happen this in the show. This is an HBO show. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be just one season. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, the sex scenes were filmed really interestingly. Who was the director for this episode? This episode was directed by Cheryl Dunny. Yeah. Who worked on... I should have called it a a woman shot those sex scenes. Yep. She's a librarian who grew up in Philadelphia and she's worked on a lot of shows. She is a woman. A woman shot those sex scenes. She does lesbian-focused films. She's an advocate for lesbianism. Which is this lesbianism? If she's turned into a man and then has sex with a woman? Uh, that's a good question. That's going to be a random question for the day. If someone transforms from one sex to the other, is it considered gay? That's a good question. Is he a lesbian? Yeah. Well, I'll have to wait and see and find out. Uh, Anybody else who saw this, did you call it? Could you tell that these sex scenes were shot by a woman? But next episode is going to be kind of cool because the next episode, which is titled uh, Meet Me in Daigu, is going to be directed by Helen Shaver, who we've talked about before. She directed episodes of Snowpiercer. Specifically, she directed... Uh, hold on. She directed... Uh, the trial episode... Of course. So, no, no, was it a trial episode? Uh, no, she directed the episode where Susanna get tortured. So, next episode is going to be a heart-wrenching episode. But I'm excited because we know she does good work. Yes. Unlike the other guy who, well, was not good. I will say this is an excellent show, and it's well done. And I gotta say, Misha Green has been writing a great teleplay so far. Even if I can't, like, watch all of it? The story's engaging. And so, let us know what you think. Email us, and, um, yeah. So I think that's it for this episode. Uh, yeah. Now, note, uh, just for letting you guys know, this is... I said, stop scratching. So, yeah. So, we know this episode's a little late. We're going to be releasing it in Hawaiian time. So, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, it comes what it comes. So, yeah, this is technically Wednesday, but this is our Television Tuesday. So, technically, those in the future won't know. But, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so, yes, this one's a little late. But, anyway, hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. Random question of the day is, is it gay if you change forms? Let us know. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. I'm Zan. I'm Greta. Catch you guys next time and keep watching TV and stay tuned for the next episode. Later. Bye.